0: Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grief is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, I am sharing my book, Grieving: Walking Through the Darkness with You. You'll discover that what you are experiencing, physically and emotionally, is normal. Healing is possible, and it is tied to the painful but powerful life lessons we learn remember love always wins and life will get better episode 11. i emailed my pdfs of my journals to m m texted me that she received them and wanted to meet at jim's over breakfast jim's is a well-known breakfast hunt in san antonio she knew my fondness for breakfast tacos i waited for M to arrive before the host guided us to the booth I didn't need a menu, neither did Em. She placed her menu on top of mine. After the waiter took our order and brought coffee to our booth, Em said, I imagine writing the journal entries was difficult. It took heaps of courage to do it, Ray. Do you feel better after you wrote them? I shrugged my shoulders. I wrote them. Let's leave it at that. I don't want to be angry, Em. When I wrote them, anger flowed out of me as easily as water flows from a faucet. Especially my anger to the hospital and doctors. I don't know if I'll ever be able to let it go. Em reached over and touched my forearm. You have to let it go, Ray. You'll never see them again. Do you want them living with you in your house? Visiting you in the middle of the night? Do you want them riding with you in your car? Is this what you want? Em made sense. She knows the only logical answer is no. I answered... It's easy to say, let it go. It's not easy to let it go. Do you know what I mean? I do. Let me give you a slightly different perspective. When you went to Mass on Sunday, did you stand when everyone else stood? Did you sit when everyone else sat? Did you kneel when everyone kneeled? Of course, it's the Catholic way. You're part of the Catholic culture. You didn't question it. You did it. The doctors come from a culture that's changed a lot over the years. It's now filled with litigation, insurance, government rules. They're trained to deal with all of it. Many of them lose sight of the reasons they entered a healing profession because the culture places a priority on other things. That's how I think about it. I'm sure they disagree. A lot more people who have to deal with them will disagree with them and agree with you, M said. I never thought of it that way i'll keep it in mind i don't want them living in my house awaking me at two in the morning i responded i took a bite of my taco the taco tasted good i continued i'm learning to cook em i want to cook healthy the way babe did maybe it's my italian blood and i have a knack for cooking i'm not sure i'm not sure i'll get the hang of the breakfast taco em laughed let's talk some more about your anger I shook my head. You Help me see it differently. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not talking about the hospital or the doctors. I'm talking about God. Were your prayers answered? M's question hurts. My jaw was clenched. It ached. I stared at her. Then I replied, you know the answer. God answered only one of the prayers I prayed. As for the rest, all I heard was silence. You're still angry I see it it's written over you with a dark magic marker I hear it in your voice let's talk about it why I said with anger in my voice don't get angry with me Ray. I'm the guide remember do you think God answered my prayers when Peter was on life support do you think God answered my prayers the morning a drunk driver hit Peter when I asked God to protect us throughout the day I was angry with God At some point, I learned the only way through was to let go of the anger and walk the path of faith. Walk a little bit with me and let's see where it leads you. Will you do that? A raw wound opened in my soul. My mind raced over the hundreds of rosaries, novenas, and heartfelt prayers I prayed for babe. None were answered until I said, your will be done. My eyes filled with tears. I gave a slight nod. Let's stop by you telling me about prayer and faith in your life. I know Barb and you were faith-filled people. What do you want me to say, Em? Want me to tell you how I prayed nearly every moment I was awake for babe? Do you want me to tell you how I asked every person who entered her room for the first time to pray for babe with me, and whatever daughter was present? What do you want me to say? I heard the anger in my voice. I felt the anger running throughout my body. Em listened. She didn't answer. Her expression remained neutral. Her eyes were compassionate. I began again. Prayer is part of my life. My mom taught me to say the rosary at an early age. I learned to pray to the saints, to Mary, and to God, in Jesus' name. Babe and I prayed together throughout our 52 years of marriage. We prayed together in good times. We prayed together in tough times. As our relationship grew, we prayed together first thing in the morning and uttered aloud our heart-held prayers. We prayed for our children, neighbors, country, and most of all, we prayed for each other. In the evening we prayed before we turned off the lights. We ended our prayers the same way. We expressed our gratitude for the day. We were grateful for a beautiful sunrise. We were grateful for our food. We were grateful for the call of a daughter. We were grateful for the book our article published. We were grateful for the success of my students. We were grateful for the Mexican bluebird we saw. We were grateful to see the prickly pear in bloom. Gratefulness always found a place with us at day's end, no matter how stressful the day. Em raised her hand to stop me. Have you expressed a prayer of gratitude since Babe's death? I shook my head. How can I be grateful for what happened? How can I be grateful for how I feel? How can I be grateful for being thrown into the middle of a violent storm with no place to go for shelter? What do you think about unpacking your anger with God, Em said. I took a deep breath. I turned away from him and stared out the window. I wondered what is happening to my faith, the faith that I once had and guided me through life's darkest moments. Only those moments shine brightly compared to this one. I turned back. I started more unpacking him, a lot more. Tears began streaming again down my face. Em reached over and took hold of my right hand. She said nothing. I didn't want to hear anything. I was grateful for the silence. I hope no one in Jim's watched my meltdown. Fortunately, no one sits nearby. Em was wise choosing a booth removed from the flow of patrons. Slowly, the flow of tears dried. Slowly, my heart stopped racing. Slowly, I began to get a grip on my emotions. M's eyes never left me. She waited and watched the emotional flood rise and ebb. You okay? she asked. I'm okay. I looked down at the half-eaten taco, and the other taco rested on my plate ignored. M shrugged. I don't know why God answers some prayers and others are unanswered. No one knows. I don't know why good people suffer and bad people thrive. I don't know and I have no answers. I know you're angry. You're not the first person to be mad at God, and you won't be the last. You may not see it today or tomorrow, but you're loved. When you open your eyes to love, and you will, you will see little flowers of love coming your way in unexpected ways. It may be a stranger asking you how you're doing. It may be a neighbor doing something nice for you. I don't know. I receive thousands of love flowers. That's what I call them, and I'm still receiving them. What if they correctly diagnosed Barb in November with her disease? What would the ensuing five months have been like? A hell like no other, I replied. So God gave Barb and you five good months. Five months where you enjoyed each other, the girls in life. You didn't experience a hell like no other, which many others experience. I know Emma's right. She tore down another of my protective self-centered walls. It hurt, especially when she told me other people didn't get the five months I had with Babe. For me, Ray, it doesn't matter if you mean it or not. Hold my hands and tell God, thank you, for the five months you had with your Christmas miracle. Em holds both my hands. Tears filled my eyes and begin their journey down my cheeks. Will my tears ever stop flowing? Is there no end to the river of tears my body creates? I whispered, thank you, God, for the five months I had with Babe. The words came from a command in my brain and uttered by my lips. They bypassed my heart. We sat quietly and I nibbled at my food. Em finished hers. I offered her my uneaten taco. She told me to get a to-go box and eat it when I get home. Em said, your prayers weren't wasted, Ray. You don't know the good they did for someone, somewhere. Let's take a couple days off. In the meantime... Why don't you consider journaling about your unanswered prayers? You hold a lot of anger. We agreed to meet Tuesday afternoon for tea on m She purposely said it after my grieving group meets in the morning. I hope you enjoy this episode. In episode 12, I journal about prayer. I try to unpack my anger with God. I'm not having much success. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please hit the like button. Please subscribe to get notifications of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience or want to share your grieving experiences with me, please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. My book, Grieving, Walking Through the Darkness, is available on Amazon. Have a great day and stay strong. Never quit. Never give up.